Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You do not need to be the best to make the most money. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOnDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work. Confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then what we do is put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, business is not a meritocracy. This is actually part two, as we talked about this in the past. And I'll refer you to that episode in a moment. Before I do that, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text message guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point that I send out to everyone who's in my texting community. If you would like to receive that message, all you got to do is send me a message at my number. It's the same number that I'll be texting you from. The number is 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894. Send a text to that number right now while you're listening to me. And when I send out the next daily motivation, which will be tomorrow, or if it's early enough today, you'll be getting that message straight to your phone every day. That's that. So now let's get into this topic. Now, this is part two. It is not even a series because I actually talked about business, not a meritocracy back in episode 1580. So if you have not listened to that one, go back and listen to that one. So you have a foundational framework and basis for what I'm going to talk about here today. And today, what we're going to do is go into some other aspects of the game and what it means for you different from what I talked about back in episode 1580. So if you don't listen to that one, you're going to be missing some pieces of the puzzle. Today, I'm going to give you some other pieces. So I thought about this, this topic or revisiting the topic when I saw a person who is, in my estimation, average at best at what they were doing. And I caught myself wondering, I saw this person who's average at best, basically getting an opportunity that their skill set, by my estimation, did not afford them. All right, their skills are just not as good as the opportunity that this person was being handed or awarded. Let's just call it that. And I caught myself wondering, why is this person getting this opportunity when they're actually not that good? So are the people who decide to give this person this chance or grant them this award them this opportunity? Are they seeing or hearing something that I am not seeing or hearing? And my conclusion was, no, they are not. 
they're not seeing or hearing anything that I'm not seeing or hearing. And then it led to me asking, okay, then what the hell is it that they're seeing or hearing? And I remembered what I'm about to share with you here today. So I'm going to share with you through these points why business is not a meritocracy and what you need to know and or do about this. And those of you who are not familiar with the word meritocracy, the definition is, and let me just give you that definition so everybody, we're all on the same page here. Meritocracy is, they gave me the definition with the word meritocracy in it. The first definition is the government or the holding of power by people selected on the basis of their ability. That's a good enough definition. Again, a meritocracy is the holding of power by people selected on the basis of their ability. In other words, it is based on merit and merit meaning being good. Meritocracy means the people who are the best get the most. All right. That's what it means. I want you to understand that in business, it is not based on that. You do not need to be the best to make the most money. And just because you make the most money does not necessarily mean that you're the best. Everybody follow where I'm at? Good. Let's get into it. Point number one. Topic again, business is not a meritocracy. Number one, business is more of a strategocracy. What does that mean? It means who has the best strategy? All right, not the best merits or the best ability, but the best strategy, strategocracy. All right, that's a new word that I made up. So when you use it, just tell them you got it from the work on your game masterclass. So what is a strategy? We just talked about this yesterday. Strategy is simply a plan of action. If you have a better plan than someone who has more ability than you, you can outperform them in business. Let me repeat what I just said. If you have a better plan than someone who has more ability than you, you can outperform that person in business on the strength of your strategic advances over their skill advantage. Many people try to succeed in business without a plan. They operate by things like hard work, talent, hopefully a little bit of luck and good timing. Here's the good news if you're doing that. If you're trying to operate in business with no strategy, the good news is sometimes it works. You can make money just through hard work, talent, luck, and timing. This absolutely does happen. There's some of you who are making money right now just through these things. The more good news is you can make a living. I mean, you can pay your bills, take care of your family just on these elements. Hard work, talent, luck, and timing. The bad news, here's the other side of it. Let me tell you everything. Bad news is sometimes it doesn't work at all. Sometimes you could go off these four elements and get absolutely nothing out of it. And the more bad news is, even if you do create success through these things, what you're going to eventually find is that you have handcuffed yourself to your process, if we even want to call it a process, we're being generous, and you got to keep doing things this way to even remain afloat. In other words, if you start making money through hard work, talent, luck, and timing, and you're making money that way, you got to keep doing it forever in order to keep making money. As soon as you stop, the money stops. See, that's the problem. And with this, what we were talking about in yesterday's masterclass. You have handcuffed yourself to a process that you can't get out of. In other words, you're handcuffed to a treadmill and you can't get off. You got to keep running. And if you stop running, you die. All right, that's pretty much the job you signed yourself up for. And what happens is eventually you drown in your own lack of strategy, unless you do what I told you yesterday, which is take your money and invest in some coaching in someone or something that has some insights and some processes that can help you get out of the hell that you have signed yourself up for. Tactical hell, that is. Someone with less talent and work ethic than you can outdo you in business when they have plans, i.e. a strategy, and you don't. Everybody follow everything I said here so far. And even in the sports world, it's not as acute in the sports world because in sports, you have to actually have some talent and just process alone. Strategy alone will not be enough. But if two people's talents are relatively the same and one person has a better strategy than another person, 
then they will outperform that person. And the strategy in sports could just be your strategy for how you work on your game. What's your strategy for how you stay disciplined? What's your strategy for what you're putting in your body and staying healthy and making sure that you stay physically in the ideal shape? And that usually comes in a form of drum roll, please. Anybody know what the answer is? Usually comes in a form of your professional training, your coaching, the coaching that you have invested in. See, the pro athlete who doesn't hire a coach or a trainer, or they have one, but the trainer or coach doesn't really push them or help them idealize their body and their performance, that athlete may you know, eat themselves out of the league because they're eating a whole bunch of bad stuff or out of the profession because they're eating a lot of bad stuff and not taking care of the body in the right way, even though they have the talent to be a pro. Whereas the other pro who gets the right kind of trainer who's going to push them and they actually listen to the trainer, let's not blame it on the trainer, they actually listen to the trainer and they're eating right and they're taking care of their body and they're staying in good shape and they're adding little pieces to their game year over year and they don't allow no big drop-offs in their performance year by year. That person has a 10-year career in professional sports when an average NFL player plays about three years, basketball about three and a half, baseball about five, they play 10 or 15. Why? Strategy. And actually following your strategy. Just having a strategy is not enough. Actually following it. Because every pro athlete has access to these kind of resources. Not every pro athlete actually uses the resources. And you can fill in the names of people who you know of who may have fit this bill or not fit it. Let's move on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is business is not a meritocracy. Here's another thing business can be. If not a meritocracy, it can be a systemocracy. What does that mean? Systemocracy. In other words, who has the best system? There are some common examples that we can go to here. One common example is McDonald's. I know some people who tell me that when their willpower is low and they need something to eat, they stop by McDonald's. Now, I personally, I don't care where my willpower is at. I ain't eating McDonald's. (laughs) <laughs> but there are some people who do. And I ain't mad at you for eating McDonald's. And let me tell you why I'm not mad at you for eating McDonald's. McDonald's is who they are because they have the best system in the restaurant industry. There's no restaurant in the world that has a better system than McDonald's. That's why they are who they are and why I can mention them and everybody knows who they are right? because they had the best system. There's a place that I like to eat. Usually I eat there maybe once a week, maybe a couple times a month whenever my meal delivery service isn't coming. I get meals delivered six days a week. Then one day I eat, I choose my food from other places. It's a place called Sweet Green, and they're a national chain. So some of you may know about Sweet Green. Their stuff is mostly, let's call it plant-based. I mean, they have meats in their food, but it's plant-based stuff and it's healthy stuff and it's fresh ingredients. I like Sweet Green a lot. Some of you may know about Sweet Green, and I'm bringing them up because their food is absolutely higher quality than McDonald's food. All right, guaranteed. I'll put that up against anybody. There's another place I like down here in South Florida. Actually, right here in my neighborhood of Miami, it's called Paracones. Paracones. I think they're an Italian place, but I like to order from them. I get the, um, what did I get from them last week? It was two meals that I got. I think it was a chicken marsala, and I got the spaghetti with meatballs I get all the time, but I also got a chicken marsala. They're good. And the reason I'm bringing up these places is because both of them have absolutely higher quality food than McDonald's. But McDonald's has a better system than both of them, and McDonald's makes more money than both Paracones and Sweet Green. Probably put together. As a overall company, they make more money in both of these companies, probably times 10 put together. Why? Because business is not a meritocracy. One thing it can be, though, is a systemocracy. McDonald's has the best system in the world when it comes to food. Not the best food, but the best system. Get what I'm saying? That's why they are doing what they're doing. That's why they are where they are. And that's why they're in every country in the world, because they had the best system. Walmart. There was Walmart had the best products. How many of you shop at Walmart? How many of you would never set foot in a Walmart unless it was an absolute emergency? 
I don't shop at Walmart, but I remember when COVID first happened and nobody could find any paper towels. We couldn't find paper towels or cleaning products. Me and Anna went to Walmart and we couldn't find paper towels or cleaning products in Walmart either. But <laughs> Walmart is who they are because Walmart has a hell of a system. And any of you who have not read the book, I believe it's called Only in America. I think it's called Only in America. It is written by, even if I got the title wrong, look up Sam Walton. Sam Walton. He's the guy who actually created Walmart. If you have not read his book, read his book because he tells you the story of just his mindset and the principles behind how he built Walmart. And it's all about the system. So if you have not read the book, I believe it's called Only in America or Made in America. Just look up the author, Sam Walton, read his book. They have a great system, even though their products are not amazing. And the kind of people who they draw into their stores may not be the highest quality of people, but Walmart makes a lot of money. Can we agree? Denny's. You know Denny's? There's a Denny's. Actually, tomorrow morning when I run, I'm going to run past a Denny's that has been on some prime real estate right on the corner here in Miami, right on Biscayne Boulevard. It's prime real estate that if they sold that, they could sell that Denny's for, or at least the real estate, the land that it's on, that land could be sold for a lot of money. But Denny's is low quality food. Can we agree Denny's is low quality food? I was in California in the Bay Area. This was in 2014, I remember. And I was out there. I went and played some basketball with my dude, Nightwing2303. Any of you who was on YouTube, you watch basketball, like the sneaker videos, people who talk about basketball sneakers. Nightwing2303 is my dude. I was out there in California and I met with him. I played some basketball with him and his guys over at his gym. And we had sat in the parking lot after we got done playing ball. Me and him talked for a long time. We were just talking business and stuff like that. And I left him and I went back to my hotel and there was nothing open because this was like, what area was this? It was like Sunnyvale, California. So there's nothing open at this time of night. The only thing open was a Denny's. So I had no choice but to eat Denny's. And I ate Denny's and I did not like eating Denny's, but I was hungry. I was hungry enough that I had to eat Denny's. Had there been a McDonald's, I might have ate McDonald's that night in that situation. And I remember there was another situation where I was out in Vegas with a couple of my college basketball teammates. I'm recording this in 2022. So this was either 2019 or 2018. We went to Las Vegas, right? So we go to Vegas and we stayed at, I can't remember which time this was. We went to Vegas more than once, but one time we stayed at the Mirage. I think the Mirage is closed down now. I think they're turning into something else or they might've just closed it during like COVID. They had to close. Then one time we went to Vegas and we stayed at the Venetian. I prefer the Venetian to the Mirage. One of those, I can't remember which one we were at, but anyway, I remember I, I'm a person who gets up in the morning. I take these long walks. So I got up, I took this long walk, like all the way down the Vegas strip, walked back. It was early in the morning. So all these dudes, they're still sleeping. I think it was four of us, I believe, this particular trip. And I get back to the hotel and they're coming out of the hotel at the same time that I'm walking back in. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go get something to eat or something like that. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And one of my guys, he's like, yeah, we're going to go eat at Denny's. Now I'm pausing there because I want that to sink in. Like We flew from all over different places in the country to go to goddamn Las Vegas. And we spent you know, how much money to stay at a hotel on the strip. And I remember this was a Sunday because we were leaving this day. It's a Sunday morning and all the places you can eat in Vegas, every hotel in Vegas has like a several restaurants inside and they got the buffets. You know, the buffet is like $60 a person or something like that. And these cheap mofos wanted to eat at Denny's. And we literally did go to Denny's. And I only went because everybody was there. These are my friends from college. And I hadn't seen these people in a long time. I'm like, all right, we'll go to fucking Denny's. We went to Denny's. And the food was shit, as expected. But they were, I guess, satisfied with eating Denny's. I was not, but they were. And I took an L for the team there, but that will never happen again. So any of them listening to this, we will never eat at Denny's again. Not with me. You will not. But anyway, Denny's, another company that has 
I don't know what Denny's system is, but for some reason it works because Denny's has been around for a very long time and they've been around since I was a kid. I think probably even before that, I think my mom worked at Denny's as a matter of fact, when I was really, really young, she worked as a waitress at Denny's. That's how old Denny's is. And their food is shit. It was always shit, still shit. And it will continue to be shit, but they still have this business. So something in their system is working. We can agree with that. Subway, the sandwich place, they're starting to compete with McDonald's in terms of number of locations. And they're all franchised out. And I personally don't eat Subway. Actually, I don't go to any of these places, but I have to give credit to their systems. So it is a Subway across the street from my building. Right. And sometimes I go to like one of the common areas of my building. I take my laptop and I just work there. And the place where I like to sit sometimes is right next to the management office. So all these people who work in management, it's like four or five of them. Sometimes I see them walking out to get lunch and I see them leave. I don't know where they're going. And then they come back and they have Subway bags, like their little sandwiches from Subway. I'm like, man, that's what you're eating for lunch. All right. That's not good. (laughs) I don't say that, but that's just what I'm thinking. There's a Subway right across the street. So they're eating Subway. And Subway's better than McDonald's, I would say, generally speaking. But I'd say you could probably find something better than Subway or McDonald's if you look a little bit harder or you plan ahead. The whole point is none of them is near the top when it comes to the actual quality of their products. So you could get a better quality sandwich than Subway. You get better burger than McDonald's. You can find a better place to get your home needs fulfilled than Walmart. And you can find a better place to sit down and eat than Denny's. But they all have systems in place that allow them to serve the masses of people in a continual systemic way such that their companies continually make money despite the average offerings of their businesses. Everybody follow where I'm at here? See, you can make products that are much higher quality than Denny's, Walmart, McDonald's, or Subway. But here's my question. Can you replicate their systems and do that better than them? See, the system is a stronger indicator of your success than the product. Why? Because the system will last longer and can reach more people than the product will. When I wanted to play pro basketball, I was not the most talented player who was looking for a contract. I was not. I was talented enough. You know, I had a baseline level of talent that put me in a group of people who were eligible, but I was not the most talented person even in that group. But what I did have that a lot of basketball players did not have because I had more of a business mind than they did, I had a strategy in the system for drawing attention to my eligibility more than my competitors did. And many of them had no system whatsoever. They would try to find an agent and just let the agent do all the business side. I was the business person at the same time being a player. And that was why it was the only reason why I was able to get myself signed at times that my competition was not able to get signed. The reason I got the contracts that I got in basketball, the reason my career lasted as long as it did is because of the fact that I came up with systems for getting myself sold in the basketball world, not because of my talent. Again, I had a baseline level of talent, but I did not have so much talent that the world was knocking down my door, even the basketball world. But I had these systems to sell myself. And I talked about this in my book, Work On Your Game. So if you didn't read that, I believe it's chapter seven on selling yourself. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is business is not a meritocracy. It is not about your skill level. Number three, business is definitely a politocracy. What is a politocracy? It means politics. Politics, folks. Politics is not a bad thing. So any of you who hears that word politics and you start thinking negative just because I said politics, politics is not negative. Politics is good. All right. Episode 747, I told you why and how you need to be political ASAP. Episode 131, how to make politics work in your favor. Episode 2326, how to market yourself like a politician. Episode 1965, how to be political. Episode 1692, why you suck at politics and how to fix it. Okay, so when I say politics, I'm not talking about the government, like running for mayor. When I say politics, what I mean is simply relationships. That's all politics is, people. It is 
protecting and building relationships and leveraging those relationships to defend and advance your personal interests. Should I say that definition again? Because I want all of you to understand what politics is. I don't want to hear any of you talking about politics like it's a terrible thing. And if you have been, then I'm going to change your mind here today. Let me say the definition again. Politics is building and nurturing relationships for the purpose of defending and advancing your own personal interests. That's all politics is. And just to let you all in on the secret, everybody in the world engages in politics. You are either good at it or you are bad at it. There is no abstaining from the game of politics unless you live out in the woods and you don't deal with human beings at all. But if you're listening to this right now, then you deal with human beings. So everybody who is listening to my voice right now, you are engaged in politics. Everybody. And business is absolutely a politocracy. You need to be good at relationships to do good business. When you get enough experience in the business world, especially if you have a service-based business where your business is all based on serving other people, like directly serving them something, not just selling them something, they take it and leave, but you actually deal with them in addition to taking their money. And in the service-based business, everything's based on people's subjective opinions. It's not based on anything else. You will notice that a lot of very average people will do above average business. And a lot of very good people will do below average business. Why is this? Why is this? There are a lot of above average, highly skilled people who are barely able to generate any business. I know some of these people. I know people who are very, very skilled at what they do, but they cannot generate business because they don't understand the business side of the business. They understand the skill side. They have no idea the business side and they're not good at building relationships. So why does this discrepancy exist? Because it's not about skill, people. Business is not about skill. Should you have skill? Yes. I mean, you're listening to a guy whose whole business is called work on your game. So yes, you should have skill, but it's not all about skill. It's about relationships and the right people having favorable opinions about you and your skill. That's what it's about. And it's very important. Sometimes I have to say this when I do my live streams. It doesn't happen so often on the show because this is recorded, but on my live streams, when I take comments and questions and stuff from people, often, usually young males who do this, I'll say something and I'll go and talk like I've been talking right now. How long is this? I've been talking for 22 minutes here, in addition to the you know, ads and the intro and all that stuff. 22 minutes of speaking. Somebody will listen to me talk the whole 22 minutes, and then they'll take what I said and they'll say, okay, so Dre, what you're saying is, and then they'll try to summarize everything I said for 22 minutes into one sentence, and it's not what I said. And I say, no, that's not what I'm saying. Take everything that I said with the full context. Don't try to summarize it into something that you understand, because if it was as simple as something that you understood, well, you would be the one talking and I'd be the one listening. The reason that I say everything that I say here, because I want you to get the whole context of it, not just the parts that make sense to you, even the parts that don't make sense, because if all you needed in your life was the things that made sense to you, then you wouldn't need to be listening to the show or you'd be teaching it instead of listening to it. (laughs) I'm talking to everybody right now. Okay, this is the reason why you get insight and information from other people, because they explain things and put things in a way that you had not thought of. So take everything that I'm saying. Okay, I'm saying that to say this. All right, you need the right people to have the favorable opinion of you and your skill. Have skill because that'll give you more chances, more opportunity, but it's not about your skill alone. Okay, that is business in a nutshell. In the sports world, there's an objective judge, which is the scoreboard. All right, so in the sports world, for example, you could be a complete asshole and nobody has to like you and you don't have to have any friends. But when you get on that court or that field or that track or that pool and you perform and you win on the scoreboard, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about you. Because your performance is judged by the scoreboard. The scoreboard is not a person. Scoreboards don't have opinions. Scoreboards don't have personal feelings. Scoreboards don't hold grudges. Our scoreboards don't have clicks. Scoreboards don't have any of that. 
So in the sports world, you don't necessarily have to be that great politically as long as you can perform necessarily. Now, if you're not amazing skill wise, then politics will help you get on in sports in ways that you otherwise would not have been able to. But if you're a great performer, doesn't matter if anybody likes you in sports because the scoreboard is not a human. Now, human beings have feelings and opinions and you know all kinds of stuff go on with human beings. So all of us are weird, unique people with all our own issues. Right. Scoreboards don't have issues in the business world. Ain't no scoreboard in the business world. Very little is objective in the business world. Everything depends on somebody's opinion of someone or something, which means you need to get good at the political game so that your skill can actually work for you instead of working against you. So if you're a very skilled person right now and you're not getting the results that you want, it's probably some part of your issue. Not all of it, but some part of it is that you suck at politics, some part of politics. You're bad at it and you need to get good at it because you can't opt out of this game. Only way you can opt out of the game is by quitting the game completely and therefore you make no money. So you'll be at zero. I mean, you could do that if you want to, but I'm assuming you'll listen to a show called Work on Your Game because you don't see that as an option, a viable option. So you need to get good at the politocracy that is business. All of business is a politocracy. You need to get good at politics, make friends. So you might think to yourself, Dre, well, what if I do something like, uh, let's say you run a brick and mortar business. So you got an ice cream shop or a hot dog stand or you sell clothes on the internet or you buy sneakers and resell them at a higher price. Do you need to be good at politics? Will it matter for you at all if you're good or bad at politics? The answer is absolutely yes. When you know the right people and they have the favorable opinion of you, they will help you get opportunities that you otherwise would never have gotten on your own. Told you I was in California and I was meeting with my guy, Chris. We met each other through the Internet. And because of that relationship that I had with him, when he got an opportunity and somebody said, well, tell us who else we should know about who's in your space that would be useful for this opportunity. He mentioned my name when I spoke to him. He told me that he mentioned my name. And the reason he mentioned my name is because I had built a relationship with him when I was in his town. And I reached out to him and we built and we sat and talked. I told you we sat and talked for a couple hours. By the time I left, nothing was open anymore. I ended up eating at Denny's. I'm okay with having eaten at Denny's because the opportunities and the things that I capitalized on based on him mentioning my name later on was worth the cost of me having to eat at Denny's that one night. So you get what I'm saying? That's why the politocracy matters. That's why you need to have relationships. This is why you need to know the right people and they need to have a favorable opinion of you. Listen to my episodes on politics. You learn more about that. I'll be talking about politics more in the future, but relationship building is based on one thing, folks. Communication skills. How often do you hear me talk about that? Any of you who is bad at communication, meaning you don't know how to have a conversation with another person, male or female, whether you are male or female, doesn't matter. Can you have a conversation with a man or a woman? Hey, can you have a conversation with someone who you don't know? Can you, do you know how to small talk? Uh, can you be self-deprecating? Can you take a joke? Can you make a joke? All right, can you avoid having awkward conversations with other people? All these things matter, people. They matter and they matter a lot. If you know somebody who is in business and doing well, ask them, how much do relationships matter in your business? And let them talk. Now, they'll talk for an hour straight if you let them. Ask anybody you know who is a successful business person, they will tell you. Ask, how much do communication skills matter for you? for you to be successful in business. Let them talk. They'll talk for an hour straight. Turn the recorder on your phone and just record everything they say because you want to listen to it over and over again. In addition to what I'm telling you. Anyway, let's recap today's class, which is business is not a meritocracy. Listen to episode 1580 for the first part in this series, but I'll probably talk about this a lot more in the future. I thought about this when I saw an average at best person being touted as good. And I said, this person's not even good. It was a, what is actually happening here? And it reminded me of these points. Point number one, Business is not a meritocracy, but it is a strategocracy, meaning who has the best strategy? Strategy will win out over skill in the long run of 
anything in business. Point number two, it can be a systemocracy. In other words, who has the best system? Does McDonald's have the best burger? Hell no. Does Walmart have the best quality products and do they attract the best quality customers? Absolutely not. Does Denny's have the best place for you to sit down and eat a meal? Hell no. And does Subway make the best sandwiches? Absolutely not. But all of them have great systems. That's why all of you know which each one of these businesses is, even if you don't shop there, because they have great systems, not necessarily the best products. Your products do not need to be amazing if you have an amazing system. This is how average businesses can stick around or average product businesses can stick around for a long time because they have amazing systems. Point number three is definitely a politocracy, meaning who has the best and most favorable relationships. When you get enough experience in business, especially a business that is based on service, where you not only take somebody's money, but you have to keep dealing with them. Everything is based on subjective opinions and not much more. You will notice a lot of average people do above average business because they know the political game. And you'll also notice a lot of above average people who are barely able to do any business simply because they have failed at the political game or they are failing. They could always change, but they are failing. This discrepancy exists because it is not about skill. It is about relationships, people. That's all politics is. It's building and nurturing relationships for the purpose of advancing and protecting your own self-interest. Burn that definition onto your brain. So next time you hear somebody calling something political as if it's some terrible thing or a bad thing or something that you should opt out of, I want you to understand you don't have the option of opting out of politics. You do not have the option. You are either good or you are bad. All right. In sports, there's an objective judge with a scoreboard in business. Very little is objective. Everything is subjective, which means you need to get good at that game. All that said, text me to get my daily motivation message straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And go to workonyourgame.net. All you business-minded folks who are serious about taking your revenue, your income to the next level, I'll tell you the five things that are necessary for you to do it. And I'll tell you how you can get on a call with me so I can help you do it in your business. That is at workonyourgame.net. Again, workonyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305 305- 384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.